Hey, it's Meatball. And Mark. And this is the Rocker Morning Show on demand from 107.7 RKR. Calvin Zeus Rock Station, 107.7 RKR, Rocker Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. How's it going, bro? Um, I'm good. As good as I can get. Ha! I don't know if you can hear this. It's really annoying in here. Yeah, it's... it's uh. Hear that? The <laughs> high-pitched... Frequency. You might not be able to hear it super well on on some radios out there, but, but there it's like is, a dog whistle for us in here. Oh my gosh! Um, so hi, welcome to the Rocker Morning Show on a Monday morning, where we now have uh, a perpetual sensor alarm in the studio. Ah. It's just this high pitch. Wee! Uh, I think one of the fans in one of the computers in the studio has gone out, so we're getting this alarm now, and it is just piercing. And it's the same pitch. It doesn't waver at nope. all. Um, we think it might be overheating a little bit too. So now we have a fan on it. So that's making a lot of noise. And I have the window next to me open and it's currently 23 degrees outside. Neato. <laughs> Which Mark's on the other side of the desk. So he can't feel the cold air. Oh, coming I can. Direct. Oh, you, I mean, oh you, yeah. Okay. I can feel you can it. feel it. All I'm right. freezing over here. Yeah. I'm taking your uh, coffee warmer and I'm just <laughs> putting it up my shirt here really quick. Oh, yeah. We haven't talked about that. Um, so we have this thing with Mark. You uh, what, go ahead and tell it. Go ahead. And I, tell it. I suck at coffee. I really do. <laughs> I I get coffee in the morning and then I just put it on my table. I'm like, cool. Now I'll forget about it for 50 minutes. And then I'll go, oh, crap. I have coffee. Sip. Cold. Great. Okay. I'm going to go microwave it so I can leave it on the uh, tabletop for another 40 minutes. <laughs> And then just end up pouring it down the drain. And then he leaves it in the microwave and completely forgets yeah. about it, too. <laughs> or so, that. <laughs> so for Christmas this year, and I, all my Christmas presents got backed up this year because I got shopping late and everything got, you know, caught up and stuff. But <laughs> for Christmas this year, I got Mark one of those little coffee warmers. So clutch. <laughs> it is. I now now I don't forget it. Now it's beautiful. Dude, it is beautiful. It's such a great. And my brother asked me to get him one of these a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. And now I understand why. Yeah. Because you just get caught up. Like when I come in here, first thing I'm doing is writing. Yeah. So yep. I, I'm i focused on doing that and catching up with some other weekend stuff. So by the time I look over, I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. See, I don't have to worry about it on this side of the studio because the heater is directly behind True. me. And it pumps out a thousand degrees of you know, studio heat. Yeah. Like it's already warm enough as it is next to these computers on the windows. Not open. <laughs> but like the heaters like just constantly on because yeah. of the system we have in this building. So the, I, this whole like big shelf behind me is essentially a coffee warmer. So perfect. <laughs> That's great. So what'd you get into over the weekend? Uh, I actually went down to the, the chili cookoff nice. in downtown. It was really, really cool. Who uh, ended up winning that? Was um, it Louis? Oh, that's a great question. I think Louis won uh, People's Choice. Is that right? Hold on. I think I'm so. i this up here. I just had this. How many chilies did you have? We ended up eating 14 different chilies. Uh, we pretty well stayed right there on the mall and kind of on Kalamazoo Ave. So we yeah. hit like Honor Credit Union down there. We went in there yeah. um, and had their chili. It was really good. Um, brick and brine was oh my god they them and um I'm drawing a blank as to who it was just up the up the road there they used oxtail whoa and they were doing uh Texas style chili at the second place oh Man. my god it was good now I will say I'm a purist in that chili shouldn't have beans because there's no such thing as a chili bean but I think there were there were maybe two chilies that we had that didn't have beans, but one of them was like a verde that was really, really good. Yeah. Um, 
because they served it with like cotilla cheese and like pickled onions and stuff. Okay. Um, and then there was another one that we had that was a completely different style of of, of, of flavor and chili and everything involved nice. that didn't have beans, but. It was it was really good. Okay, so uh, here we go. Best retail that was uh, Kalamazoo Public Schools in Spirit of Kalamazoo. They got uh, best for that. Best restaurant was Brick and Brine. Um, I would dare say that was top two chilies for me and what we had. Gotcha. Uh, the judges' choice was the Hub. The Hub chili was just mwah! oh that that chili right there. I believe was the the Verde one with gotcha. like the pickled onions and stuff in it. Oh, it was so good. And then Louis, we didn't get over to Louis because the the only thing I will say about this chili cook-off is that, you know, there are places downtown that are a lot further apart. Yeah. You know, and Louis was serving from Louis. Oh, that kind of stinks. So, like, if you, the majority, yeah, the majority, the majority of the chili places there are kind of on the mall and, yeah. and just right in that area. And then there's a couple places just kind of spotted around. And, I mean, it's not. Not necessarily far, yeah. but if it's a three-hour event, you know, if you're going to start at Louis and then come to the mall, like, you almost have to start there and then drive exactly. and park somewhere downtown. So that was my only thing is, like, I wish I could have had more time and more chilies. But, yeah. uh, no, everything was really, really good. We had one. Oh, my gosh. Where was it? It was just straight up, like, this is what I expect when I get chili. They served it with, like, cheese and sour cream and onions and yeah. stuff. And it was just like, oh, man, put this on a hot dog. I want to eat it right now. See, did you guys have the spoons with the lanyards? No, we didn't We didn't buy the uh, the lanyard spoons. But let me just tell you, people walking around, <laughs> people walking around downtown Kalamazoo, just like a five-year-old holding a trophy, but it's just a plastic spoon in their right hand. Yeah. Or, or one of the commemorative spoons is a whole ass vibe, man. And I am here for it. Just people being so joyful to walk around in public just holding a spoon. <laughs> Unbelievable. I I was down there a couple of years ago. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> this guy was like walking around and I had seen him. And uh, he was like, oh, no. And he's like panicking. And I'm like. What's going on? He's like, have you seen a spoon around here? <laughs> nah, haven't seen one. Why? He's like, well, I had an antique spoon on me. It's a thousand dollar spoon and I can't find it. Who brings a thousand dollar spoon to a chili cook off? Someone real bougie. <laughs> Galveston's Rock Station 1077 RKR Rock and Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Meatball, uh... What do you think of the dentist? Uh, I don't like the dentist, and I'm I'm honestly ashamed to say how long it's been since ah. I've been to the dentist. I'll just say it's a lot longer than it should have been. Um, why exactly are you scared of the dentist? I I I I hate other things being in my mouth. Oh, okay. You know, like my own fingers and stuff. Even kind of yeah. trust me. Like if I'm picking at something that's stuck in my teeth or something, yeah. that's not so bad. You know, I, I brush my teeth pretty regularly. You know, I don't floss as much as I probably should, but I do like I I do my best <laughs> to take care of my teeth. I That's just want to justify the fact that like I'm not just like I don't have like five teeth, you know, something right, like that. Right. I, I try to take care of my teeth. You don't wake up and go, well, it's brush my teeth Tuesday. <laughs> right, right, yeah, nothing like that. But like the the dentist is one of those things where it's like every time I leave the dentist, when I would get like a, a full cleaning or mm -hmm. or a filling or something like that when I was younger. Like I would, just, I was like traumatized. <laughs> Is it? Uh, are you now? Are you frightened of like the drills? Oh, I hate everything? the drills. Okay, I hate the drills. Let me just tell you, like the, the sound that this computer is making this morning, yeah, is quite possibly the second worst thing in my ears next to a dentist drill. So, 
if you are like Meatball and you don't like the drills, you're freaked out. Yeah. You can actually blame somebody from Kalamazoo for oh, that. Oh, good. Uh, George Green invented the electric dental drill. Oh. And this uh, was in 1868, and we actually just celebrated the anniversary of this a couple of days ago. And celebrate is not the word I think you should use there. <laughs> it's we, up there. We acknowledge that it happened. It's up there on the 107.7 RKR app. We're talking about it. Uh, and it kind of goes into a little bit of the history of George Green and when he put this patent in. Um, and he was he was awarded the uh, patent number uh, 159,028 for his electric model. And it really was a turning point in modern dentistry. Listen, I, I know you guys probably not a huge fan of going to the dentist, but I'll tell you what, after having that thing in my face earlier yeah. this year, I, I tell you what, George Green, I, I will gladly honor your memory. Listen, if you want to knock me out completely cold, yeah. like just boom, I'm, I'm not even, I'm not cognizant, I'm not even on this universe. Yeah. Then you can put that drill in my mouth. That's fine. If I'm even moderately awake while they're working on my teeth with a drill or yeah. something like that, no. No. <laughs> I will. I, I actually have done this. They put the drill in my mouth to like work on a filling or something yeah. and I chomp down on oh. the drill because it was just a reflex, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, when you do that and there's a, a giant sharp spinny thing in your tooth, it hurts worse. Right. So if you really want to get under Meatball's skin, you just go up behind him, get up in his air and go, Zzz! Oh, my God. No. No. Oh. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> stop it. I'm going to stick my ear next to this computer just to get that out of my head. This is Rock Station 107.7 RKR Rocker Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. All right. The well, stage has been set, Meatball. Yes. We're there. Super Bowl in a couple of weeks now. Yep. Less than two weeks away now. Kansas City and Philadelphia. That is the most boring Super Bowl I can imagine. I wanted Niners and Bengals. Yeah. But here we go with the Eagles and the the Chiefs. So for those who slept through the games yesterday, um, I nearly did through a couple of, through one of them. Uh, Eagles embarrassed the Niners 31 to 7, though San Francisco went through three of their two remaining quarterbacks. And I said that number correctly because Christian McCaffrey, tight end, had to actually come in and play quarterback for a while because Josh Johnson got hurt, Brock Purdy got hurt, and they've already been through two other quarterbacks this season. So they went through four quarterbacks and a Christian McCaffrey this season in quarterbacks. Awful. Um, I quit watching later on. I think Brock Purdy came back in. Um, but I mean, if you could just imagine, like, if you're on your third and fourth quarterback for the season, like, they go down like that, the NFC Championship, yeah, you're not going to win. So, uh, they got embarrassed 31 to 7. Um, and then the AFC Championship game last night was actually a good game. Um, Chiefs and Bengals. I'm not a Chiefs fan, particularly, even though I'm from Kansas. Yeah. Um, I just, ah, they, I'm so bored with both of these teams. Yeah. One, Eagles fans are just obnoxious. The, it's not even just the Eagles fans. Philadelphia sports fans, period. Yeah. The worst fans, period, in all sports. They celebrated a conference championship by climbing light poles last night, like just ripping off pieces of lights. I saw like a group of five or six of them standing on top of like a bus stop. And literally broke underneath them and they fell through. 
Good. Philly, this is the same team <laughs> that when they won the Super Bowl a while back, fans were literally eating horse poop off the ground because they won. Yeah. What I guess that's just hell? how they consider winning. I, oh God. I, I ate horse poop last night. Hashtag winning. Uh, no, no, it's not yet. Hashtag get a so life. So I, I, I'm kind of at a crossroad because I really don't like the Chiefs. And, and I'm in Michigan now, so I can't really root for an Ohio team for Cincinnati. But I, I kind of wanted the Bengals to win last night. They didn't. Um, Chiefs won 23 to 20. So, yeah. I like just have said, too many just, Eagles fans on my timeline. I oh really God. do not want to see this. Why I do just, you Why do you have such hatred on your on your platforms? You, don't, you know, you, you don't, work with radio people and you just amass friends. And Oh, see, the second any of my friends move to Philadelphia, I yeah. unfriend them. Ha! Like there's a void. I have friends all over the country, but there is a void right there. Yeah. Right there. So I don't know. I think, you know what? I'm just going to get drunk at the Super Bowl party and forget <laughs> both those teams are even there. Yeah. <laughs> Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR Rock and Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Frankhouse. So uh, we mentioned this in the Need to Know a 90. There's a story out of Papa right now um, <laughs> that is, I, I, I'm having trouble believing this is real. But it is, and there's still obviously some more information coming. But I originally saw the story on on WWMT, so I wrote about it this morning and kind of elaborated on it a little bit. Basically, yeah. uh, three students at Paw Paw High School brought a uh, sex toy to school. And, you know, that stuff's funny to high school kids, yeah. you know? Like, I remember being in high school and be like, <laughs> look at it, you know? Like, just, just being a <laughs> stupid... You know, high school kid and giddy and, and giggly about that kind of stupid stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you just, you, you act immature around it, you know? Like, look what I brought to school. Whatever. Okay. So oh these, they, now for, for reference, these kids are 18. So when we get to, True. you know, elements of this, you know, they are considered adults in that regard. But at the same time, they are still in high school. So here's the deal. They brought a sex toy to school. They got caught with it. So they got punished, right? The yeah. initial punishment, 10 day suspension. Seems fitting, right? They I were, guess. Yeah. It's kind of lame. They were approached with the opportunity to lessen their 10-day sentence, essentially. Okay. If they went to, and I'm not exactly sure what they mean by this, but they called it a meeting. Now, I don't know if this was like something that was already going to happen yeah. or like they created it just for this. I'm not entirely sure. But they, they said, if you come to this meeting, we'll reduce your suspension for... What you did. Now, if a hmm. teacher comes to me and says, hey, if you sit here and watch the 30-minute movie, you don't have to be suspended for 10 days. Like, of course, I'm going to be like, all right, cool. Fine. Totally. Right? The movie they showed them at this meeting is a TED Talk. And it was called The Psychology of Evil, presented by a psychologist, uh, Philip Zimbardo, who he, he did some experiments and stuff. In, in prison culture yeah. uh, through the University of Stanford. And then specifically, this TED Talk focuses on evil that was perpetrated in the prisons at Abu Ghraib in Iraq, which if you're aware of what that is, you know how violent and awful that was. Like legitimate war crimes, yeah. honestly, that was happening there. 30 minutes of this guy talking about those crimes and showing some of it. That makes no sense. To high school kids for bringing a sex toy to school. That seems like a very uh, 
unnecessary form of punishment. So like that has no place being in school whatsoever. So the school has released a statement and you can read it. It's up on the Rocker app with this story. It's there talking about why they decided to do this and there were some other things as well because apparently the superintendent didn't let the school board know this was happening or, or that there was a complaint until like four days after it came in. Yeah. So that's a big deal. But they called this, they, they initially called this uh restorative discipline process. What are you trying to restore in this instance? Yeah, that doesn't, that just doesn't, pardon me, that doesn't line up for me. No. There were things in high school that we watched that served a purpose. Yes. And- and it educated what? and we were made aware that what we were about to watch. So like, for instance, in one of my history classes, they said, we're going to watch a documentary that was written about Emmett Till. Right. And they're like, yep. if you don't know who he is, you have to understand what this is about, what happened before we actually show it to you. Mm. So we were all aware of what we were about to watch. Yeah. But that was informational. That's that's huge because that is a huge part of American history yep. that needs to be taught because of its importance mm-hmm. in society and, and, and the role it played in society. Right. This doesn't serve any purpose at all. No. This is just graphic for the sense of being graphic. Like, yes, it's informational, but what does it have to do with bringing you know, the super rabbit in the mathematics. Yeah, yeah, right. like, it doesn't make any right. sense. So I don't, I, I, I can't comprehend what was going through their head. And on top of that, it sounds like there weren't other like experts or professionals in the room. So now these kids have seen this. Now, again, they're 18. So yeah. I mean, they're old enough technically to see this, but their parents were unaware they were seeing this. They were unaware what they were getting themselves into, and now they've been exposed to it, and now they have to, like, go through this whole process of, like, what did I just watch? Why is it important? Yeah. And because there's really no correlation there between what they did and what they watched, like, I I feel terrible for these kids and their parents. Yeah, that's... And, and, and just the whole circumstance. Well, we're going to keep we're gonna keep on top of that on the Rocker app, yeah. right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, the article's up on the Rocker app, and if we get more information... About what's happening with it, we'll definitely add that to uh, the story and the information there. But for now, everything you need to know is up on the Rocker app. And I I will say there is a link. If you want to see what we're talking about, there is a link to go see this video. But again, I warn you, it's very graphic and it is very detailed. But you have the opportunity there if you want to. Um, But yeah, just keep an eye on the Rocker app for uh, more. Eric Meyer's favorite band, man. Super Tramp. Oh, I love it. Galveston's Rock Station 1077 RKR Rock Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Frankhouse. All right, so we got Why Not coming up here very, very quickly. Hold on, we got to put on the, Ooh, we the fancy on music. The fancy music, because we're talking about wine, and wine is fancy. Uh, why Not coming up March 4th. It's going to be up there at Western. Um, this is something we haven't done in a few years. And I was when I was down at the chili cook-off, you know, I mentioned to a few people we were down there that we were doing that. Yeah. And... They were like, oh, it's VIP available. No, sorry, VIP. Nope. No more VIP tickets because those those sold out fast. Yeah, they did. Um, and general admission are starting to get bought up too. So yeah. why not Kalamazoo.com is where you want to get your tickets right now. So don't mm-hmm. wait. If you got some friends that are on the fence, text them and be like, guys, I need to know because you don't want to miss out on this. And the cool thing is it's actually way cheaper this year because... Mm-hmm. You, although general admission are $50 tickets, you don't have to pay for sampling tickets. So you get three hours. So it's like like when you go bowling, you pay a down payment and they're like, all right, you can bowl as many times as you want 
for this right. many hours. Well, same thing here. You pay 50 bucks, three hours, all the sampling you can get in. Except, you know, when I'm bowling, the drunker I get, the slower I go. Right. <laughs> the less the less frames I get in, you but know. But it, there's more energy out here for Why Not, man. Oh, it's a sure. different kind of event because we have a lot of different vendors out there. So you get to get introduced to local businesses in the mm -hmm. area that you may be interested in as well. So, Which, by the way, if you are a vendor and you'd like to be a part of that, there's still some opportunity there for you to do totally. that as well. Um, and but, we're taking volunteers, too. Yes. Then you get free sampling. Yeah. That's the way to do it right there. Be like, oh, you, you want to get in on this and not have to pay the fee even? Like, you know, yeah. hang out. Help us out a little bit. You scratch our back, we scratch yours. You get a little wine. All right. And by little, we mean a lot. Yeah, you get a lot of wine out of it. A um, hundred wineries going to be there, 250 different wines to be sampling from. And then on top of that, you know, it's it's not just a big drunk fest. I mean, it, people people get a little, little turned up. But, oh, big time. Um, and it's, it's a lot of fun, but there are some educational stuff there. So, like, if you want to know more about making your own wine and the different things that go into it and how to pair wine with certain foods and things like that, uh, there's going to be some of that there as well. I'm pretty sure the uh, the... the if I remember right, the pairing classes that they do with like cheese and meats and stuff like yeah. that, like there's actually some of that there. So you get to try like, oh, cool. this wine with that food, you know? Yeah. It's not just like a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but no, you're, you're, you're not too far off there because like as far as it being informational, I asked one of the, I, I asked one of the winemakers about it and yeah. I was like, you know, how did you learn to do this? And they're like, I just thought it was interesting. So I started looking it up yeah. and. It was easier than I thought it was, and you just, if you're able to dedicate your time to it, yep. you can make a profession out of it, and there's a lot of great local wineries. I mean, you guys know there's tons of vineyards around, mm -hmm. so really excited about this. Again, it's happening March 4th, Fetzer Center. Get your tickets, com because VIP is already gone, and we don't want you guys to miss out on the general admission. And there's two GA sessions that day. It's going to be yeah. 1 to 4 and 5 to 9. So, like, maybe you can't get a babysitter for one because they're six going to... 6 to 9. 6 to 9, yeah. sorry. If you can't get a babysitter for one session, you know, yeah. have them come babysit for the other one while you go, and then you switch places. Exactly. And then you watch their kids. <laughs> After you've had a hundred different wines. Sure, that'll go great. <laughs> Responsible. That'll go really well. 